Video Gamer Podcast number 431. It is the 29th today of uh, of September. <laughs> Are you all right? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't seem well, sure. Uh, uh, it's the 29th. Uh, uh, well, you got <laughs> to make sure that you you know, correct. I sort of hesitated. I thought, well, yeah. you know, we got to well, pin this down. You're giving away, like, everyone sees this. They see you at a desk looking at mm. three clocks. Like uh, set to London, Tokyo, Paris, like the, New York. The, the situation room of, exactly. of like, the Oval Office. Si- or you should just yeah. be able to glance up, and there it all is, all that information. Mm. But no. well, look, you know, we're we're a passionate, low key operation here. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. We are interested in snack foods. We're interested in video games. We're interested in different types of coffee. Actually, um, who as, are we though, Josh? Before we get as to fa- that, well, I was just getting to that. Don't butt in <laughs> as. Fa- as as fans of the podcast will be aware, mm. that butting in voice there was Rich Walker. Nice one. Yeah. Hello. And uh, hello. And I'm Josh Wise, as as ever, as I hello. have been for a long time. And this um, is the video game podcast, is it not? Funnily enough, this mm. is. The, although I did actually start. You did with say that, that up one. front. You did so, say that up front. I'll know. give you that. You can have yeah. that one. Yeah. You must. You must give me that one. Were you getting um, onto my Melozio? Is that where you? Uh, well, I was gonna going to mention your Melozio. Rich has fallen in love with his new Melozio. <laughs> his new it's Melozio. A co- it's a good coffee. <laughs> it does sound good. It, it does. I have to admit, it's a uh, what is it? It's not. Uh, it's a Nespresso jobber. Isn't it's it? an Espresso Virtuo capsule thingy, <laughs> and it's very yeah. very nice. Yeah, and whatever you say about Rich, he is a Virtuo. Hmm. Exactly. And, you know, I, I've I've always said that. I'm yeah. just me. I'm just rocking with them. Actually, no. You know what? I've got something that's sort of ever so slightly a little bit fancy. Not really, but you know those tins that you get that we like. I like the roastery blend. You like your uh, the Milicano. You know those sorts Mil- of well, tins. The Azera as well. I'm not fussy. I think they're and all the fairly decent. Those pricey tin coffees. They are. They are good. For instance, anyway, I got you know. one for a fiver. And uh, it's a Costa job. Have you seen them about? Oh, no, I haven't. Mm, official tie-in Costa. Any good? It's, Any good? It's decent. It's decent. It's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not as nice as the uh, as the roastery. No, no, that's the very much the high watermark, is it not? The high <laughs> coffee mark. <laughs> the high coffee mark, yeah. Mm. No, it is. It is. Also, uh, we got more stuff this week on Tepid Takes, which I know you're looking forward to. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Uh, we got more stuff on uh, chocolate, specifically an update on chocolate toothpaste from Paul, which we'll look forward to later. My fellow Bedfordianite. Okay. Um, <laughs> and uh, oh, 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 and I've got a new chocolate bar um, to uh, to recommend. To recommend wholeheartedly, in fact. You won't be able to have it, Rich, unfortunately. Right. right. So sorry about that. But I will tell you about it, as well as the listeners. Uh, it's my local off license again. She struck gold again over there. Oh yeah. Um, Kit Kat Chunky. So for a start, that's brilliant already. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm a fan of that. By the way, let me just make that clear. I, I'm a fan of the Kit Kat Chunky anyway. I think it's an underrated. A lot of people just go straight to the Kit Kat, and fair enough. The Kit Kat's brilliant, but Kit Kat Chunky has always been brilliant. It's always yeah. been a really good option. Uh, this one, it's the Kit Kat Chunky. Salted caramel popcorn. Oh, what? Yeah, yeah. What is that? And it, I tell you what, it's it's crazy. I don't know how they do it. You you bite into it, and it's like 
gritty and crunchy the texture of popcorn but you look into the sort of cross gritty. section yeah gritty's not a good thing it's kind of it's maybe the wrong word to use but the sensation of like you know pop what would you say but i mean popcorn's not crunchy is it it's, no, it's got kind of a bit of a give to it like a sort of like you're chewing on a bit of styrofoam mm. but you know yeah. in a good in yeah. a good way or something um mm. anyway it does that but you sort of look into the cross-section of the bar and you can't see any popcorn in there. So I don't know how they're achieving this alchemy. Um, mm. Must really be the, um, reduced down to its essence. I think they just, yeah, they absolutely pulverised like a bucket of popcorn <coughs> and just sort of poured it into the mix. But on the on the little sort of liquid bit, which is where you'd find your, your peanut butter alignment uh, ordinarily mm-hmm. if you go for the uh, chunky peanut butter, yeah. uh, it's just like a sort of strip of gooey salted caramel unbelievable oh. absolutely unbelievable well so that is a shame there, that i can't yeah. have that yeah well yeah. I, I know and i apologize for that but i have to make the listeners aware you know um, i'll tell you what we spent nine quid on three galaxy chocolate bars when we went shopping the other day blimey um, vegan nine. ones obviously right, well, right. So they're three pounds each i picked <sighs> like i picked up all three flavors that were there so there's a salted oh. caramel one there's a mm. hazelnut one Mm. and oh what's the other one an orange one that's it huh. and I picked them all up and I said which ones should we get and Lisa was just like just get all of them I was like <laughs> nine quid right just to pass, put this by you nine quid for three chocolate bars we're doing that are we she's like yeah she's like I'm hungry we're sad just just get it I was like okay so don't go shopping when you're hungry and sad because this is no. what happens no. were you sad because you were hungry or hungry possibly, yeah, because possibly. you were sad who knows well, probably also because we had to go to Tesco and do a big big shop oh. we were in there for a long time and we came back with a ridiculous amount of stuff. I mean, <laughs> obscene. Like, overflowing trolley. Like, yeah, bad. Oof, I wow. wouldn't recommend it. Don't no. don't go shopping on an empty stomach. It's the worst thing you can do. Yes, yes, absolutely. And I find it quite difficult to go shopping on a full stomach. I've been to the Tesco. If I've gorged myself on some sort of naughtiness, right. and then I've gone, I've gone to Tesco, and I'm thinking... Oh, I should get stuff. When I'm sort of like all full and satisfied, I'm looking at all the stuff and I'm like, nah, I don't want that. It's like I can't think ahead to like, yeah, right. but you will, you will be hungry in, you know, four or five hours. I have to sort of like force myself to go, right, fine, you know. So there's danger um, uh, at both ends of the spectrum, the hunger spectrum. Ideally, you want to be, you want to be in the middle, yeah, then yeah. You want to yeah. sort of be like, well, I'll be hungry in an hour, but you know, I could eat now. That you, you want to be right in the middle for a Tesco shop, I think. You don't want to be coming home with nine pounds worth of chocolate. I mean, that's just Galaxy. <laughs> we, we, we bought other silly stuff as well. Yeah. That's yeah. extreme. That is extreme. By the way, uh, just generally, uh, not especially vegan, but also vegan as well. Uh, what is your stance on Galaxy chocolate versus? Cadbury's, you know, dairy milk to basic Galaxy. What's your, what's your feeling? Well, I could tell you Elise's. She loves Galaxy. Galaxy was her go-to. Um, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I had a fondness for dairy milk because it's so sweet. But I like both oh. for different reasons, I think. Yeah. I don't subscribe yeah. to this why you have cotton when you can have silk thing. I mean, what, what's that about? Oh, I've not heard that. What's that's, that about? That's Galaxy's catchphrase. Or it was. Oh. Maybe it's not anymore. Really? Yeah, it was like, why have cotton when you can have silk? You know, equating dairy milk to cotton. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. 
That's so snooty. <laughs> yeah, we're better. That. We're better. Have, you know, have you, some galaxy. Yeah. Do you remember that? One of our listeners was sort of writing in before about, you know, the sort of most sort of toff food mascot. I mean, that was that was actually about mascots specifically. Yeah, it was, yeah. And I, I brought up Mr. Peanut, and I think he brought up the little home pride fellow who wears a bowler mm. hat. Yeah. But if we're going for just sort of all around toff sentiment, then... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, that that that's that's got to be right up there. The uh, the galaxy. Yeah, yeah. Why, why have cotton when you can have silk? Jesus Christ! Well, you've got to you got to admire that in a way. You know? I suppose you do. I mean, it's ve- it, yeah, it's extremely uh, snobby and sort mm. of elitist. But you know, yeah, yeah as just chocolate goes. I don't know which I prefer. Pro- 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 probably a dairy milk, actually. Weirdly. Yeah, I, I do yeah. miss it. And Cadbury's just don't seem to have any vegan options whatsoever. So I have mm. to defer to Galaxy. And fair play to them for, uh, you know, doing that. True. And no, making this is it true. good. And, and actually nice. making it good. Yeah, I'm kind mm. of... Like, I, w- I want to so try it. So fuck you, Cadbury's. Yeah. <laughs> Basically is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, it's a big up yours from Rich. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know... We'll see. Get some get some bloody vegan options, why don't you? And you can well, exactly. And you, can, you can win him back. There's know. a significant portion of the country, if not the world now, mm. that has, you know, switched to that diet. Or is at least dabbling. I bump into dabbling. a lot of people who say, yeah, I'm thinking about it, but no, I couldn't live without X or whatever. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, well, I thought that. And you can. It's easy. <laughs> you can. I'm having that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's like, it's not that you couldn't, yeah, you couldn't you live, don't want maybe. To. Yeah, yeah, you just really don't yeah. bloody want to. Which, by the way, I respect as well. Well, I if know. They gave, if they gave that answer, I'd say, yeah, fair enough, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah, anyway, anyway, we got games to talk. Actually, we got a load of games. One of them you can't talk about, which is a great shame uh, for me, for personal reasons. Well, also um, silly because they all exist in some capacity already. If I was to bring up uh, those games, yes, and I was to talk about them in their original incarnation, <laughs> there would there would be no way for them to sort of slap my wrist with the embargo, would it? I mean, no, technically. But so if I if I just, for instance, if I just went, oh, Rich, um, mm-hmm. did you ever play uh, Super Monkey Ball for the GameCube? I didn't for the GameCube, but I... D- oh, no, wait a minute. I think I did have it on the GameCube, but I think I traded it because I bought Super Monkey Ball Deluxe for the PS2, which uh, I still have. Uh, I actually went upstairs and had a little look at it. And do you know what? Mm. I'll say this about my collecting tendencies. Oh, Everything yeah. I collect and keep is utterly immaculate. <laughs> <laughs> that, Super Mo- that copy of Super Monkey Ball, I opened it. I was like, this is like brand new. He's tooting his own horn, everybody. I, well, I am. You, I, you know. I, I do want to go and um, sort of rifle through your stuff. Yeah. You know, well, you, you'd of, love it. You'd love I, it. I, I would, yeah, I'd say, Rich, you go down, you go into <laughs> elsewhere, go into another room of the house. I'll, I'll just have a poke around. And leave me in here. <laughs> and I'll sort of, I'll really obnoxiously eat loads of Doritos and chocolate and not wash my hands and just sort of oh, rifle don't through. don't do that. All. Like Ralph. <laughs> Your 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 toys are fun to touch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. And you'll come in like, oh fucking hell, yeah. <laughs> all on the spines and everything. No, I wouldn't dream of it. Wouldn't this is dream um of it. this is why I sort of um get upset when I go onto eBay and mm. there's like a disc 
for sale, no manual, no oh, box. I'm like, what God. happened there then? Yeah, what's or, your problem? No what manual, manual missing, manual ripped. Like, <laughs> come on, just, just get it together. <laughs> I don't know if I've said this before, but this is sort of related, and I'll just slip it in quick before we move on to the next yeah, segment. On. Um, I once had a brilliant television uh, when I was a kid in my mm-hmm. bedroom. It was a fairly big one. Can't yeah. remember the... Might have been a Toshiba, might have been a Wharfdale. It was glorious. Nice. Um, my mum who would always sort of, you know, be like, tidy your room. I don't want to tidy my room when I'm a kid. Who does, right? Um, Uh, I did. I was actually. I was just just about to say, actually, I bet you did. But anyway. Honestly, everything at 90 degree right angles. (laughs) Oh, my God. Absurd. I'm not like that anymore, but uh, I used to be. Anyway, she threw out the remote control (gasps) for the TV. What? Well, she just went in there, as she often did, with like a vacuum cleaner and a bin bag and just... She hoovered up the remote. <laughs> ...quote, unquote, tidied the place up. Oh, dear. But the thing is, we... we, we, we but the, and it was actually... It is my mum's fault, but it's also uh, the TV manufacturer's fault. You yeah. couldn't switch it to AV without oh, no. the controller. Like... It had controls on the TV itself, but no, no, nothing to switch it to AV. So I just couldn't play any games on it. Could you not get one of those all-for-one remotes? I think I probably could have done. <clears throat> but at that time, then I sort of migrated and brought the console downstairs. Because then I got a PS2, so yeah. Dad didn't mind it being in the living room because it also had a DVD, DVD player, player on player, it. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, all that. Oh, no. That's heartbreaking. But yeah, I still do blame Mum for... My old TV that. was um, a wooden jobby with oh, yeah. no remote. Just like oh, wow. clicky buttons. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, that. I think it was an old Grundig or a Hitachi. Grundig is a brilliant Grun- name, by the way. <laughs> good, isn't it? It is good. I love Grundig. And I love Wharfdale as well. That's a great name, that. Yeah. Yeah, you don't see these brands so much these days. You don't. And that's, that's a shame. It is a shame. We're missing mm. we're, we're missing something. Mm. Uh, right. It's time to talk about some of the video games that we can talk about. So, yeah. you know, have uh, a jingle and we shall do that. Half-Life 3 already happened, then it was called Bioshock, and all of those things that Half-Life did and did so wonderfully well were picked up by Irrational, and that's where it went. Half-Life 3 would be brilliant. When we get it, if we get it, never ever gonna get it. When we get it, if we get it, grumble, 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 grumble. When we get it, if we get it, Dr. Freeman. When we get it, if we get it, it's never ever gonna let get around to finishing Half-Life, whatever happens is going to be underwhelming. It's time to talk about video games, which is what we do every week in this segment of the Video Gamer podcast, Wouldn't You Know It. We've already <laughs> given you a bit of a tease, but we can't talk about that thing that we teased because it's under embargo, which is yeah. silly. Uh, but we're joined by uh, a rare guest appearance from Producer Dan. Producer Dan, hello. Hello. How is everyone? Is everyone good? We, yeah, good. We're good. We're talking about coffee. We're talking about chocolate. Uh, hate coffee, love sorts. chocolate. There you go. Well, there you hate go. coffee. Yeah, I forget you hate coffee. That's yeah, it's weird, right? Mad to me. Yeah. It's, oh, it's, yeah. It's, it's one of the things in life that I, I feel like I'm missing out on, but I just mm. can't get myself to like it. So I do remember that. Yeah, you'd always have tea in the office. So British. Unbelievably British. It is, it is. It Fair is. enough. Brilliant, Fair brilliantly enough. British, as mm. the uh, Carling motto used to say. <laughs> Did it? Uh, oh, dear. Right, so. That's uh, not the a reason I've point. <laughs> <laughs> brilliantly British, brilliantly refreshing. Yeah. Actual. <laughs> um, 
I, the reason I've stole producer Dan is because producer Dan has been uh, sneakily playing Halo Infinite. Uh, is it a private thing at the minute? A beta? Yeah, it- it's. Mm. Um, it, I wouldn't even call it a beta, you know, because like beta's a fairly open-ish. Obviously, you can have a closed beta, but the, mm. to get into this, it's it's quite tricky. Like you have to sign up for their kind of flights and their technical tests, and you have to be lucky enough to get chosen. Although I think quite a lot oh. did this time, because I didn't wait for a game for like a minute. It was like, click matchmaking, straight into a game. Click, click matchmaking, <laughs> straight into a game. So I saw I a lot of people talking about it on Twitter as well, yeah. I saw a lot of GIFs and clips and things. Huh. Knocking okay. about. And how's it? What's your. So, well, first of all, what have you actually been able to play then? Are they sort of changing what's available every day or. No, every weekend. So, every last weekend. weekend it was basically the 4v4 social kind of arenas. Um, oh, and next yeah. weekend is the big team battles, which uh, I do believe are 12v12 now. They used to be Ooh. 8v8 back in the uh, Halo 2 days. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, this weekend it was um, 4v4 Slayer. Um, strongholds and capture the flag. So three classic Halo modes, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. How does it? So uh, I, what have I done? I've not played any of Infinite. The last Halo game I played was Halo Four. I did start Halo Five because I was doing a big playthrough of all of them. Um, still need to finish Halo Five because it sort of turned me off a little bit. Yeah, likewise. I'm excited for the campaign for Infinite just because it looks very much like Three Four Three is kind of making a conscious effort to call back, like, specifically Combat Evolved, um, but also, too, and, like, you, you, that era of old-school Halo, it sort of felt a lot more um, old than it did new. But how, how does it feel to play so far? Tell me about, I don't know, the Assault Rifle, for instance. Josh, Halo mm. Infinite is basically Halo 2.5. Like, that's oh. where I'm putting it. Like, the movement speed is fantastic. This is the best assault rifle I think I've used in a Halo game for probably since, like, the early Halos. I always felt like they were kind of ineffectual in 4 and 5, that as soon as you just get them, you just throw them, get a shotgun, get get a needle or whatever. But Mm. they're actually quite effectual in the new Halo Infinite, which is great. And then the battle rifle is still fantastic. The DMR is, like, great. Like, everything just works. But for me, it's all about the movement speed. Like, I found that... What are we talking? Sort of fast, floaty, slow, weighty? We're talking Halo 2 and 3 movement speed as opposed to running around, everybody just darting around and doing kind of wall jumps and bouncing off walls and stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. Like okay. Halo presumably, 4 and 5. Um, presumably that means they've ditched the sprint button then? or No. Just for, but No, okay. I was having this conversation with Matt, weirdly enough. There is a sprint button, but I'm fairly sure it doesn't make you run that much quicker. Hmm. apparently Matt, huh. and I don't know where he got this from, and I don't know how legit this is. You can ask Matt about it when he does the quiz. But, <laughs> we'll okay. quiz him. He says that the sprint button only makes you run 10% faster. Where did you get that? I don't know. I think That not, is pathetic. But, but yeah, but it's not, though, because it works for the game. Like, cause mm. if, oh, no, yeah, I meant, yeah, sorry, I didn't. that sort of sounded a bit, you know, fuck that. What <laughs> yeah. I mean is 10% is so negligible. I'll bet it does make a difference in, you know, within the match, though. It does, but not too much, because, like, what happens then is, whereas, in, obviously, Halo 2 and 3, I don't think you had it in 3, but there's no sprint button, right? So everything was a lot more no, slow and methodical. No, that was methodical. Reach, I think, that added the sprint. Was yeah, it Reach? Was right, it RB? Actually. Was Sprint? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, they've added this, but it feels like the perfect balance that, yes, you do sprint, but 
everything's still kind of Halo 2 and Halo 3 pace, which then puts huh. more emphasis on the actual, the time to kill and the, the one-on-ones, the battles. And yeah. I just feel like because of that, it's a completely different FPS shooter to Call of Duty, to Apex, to anything where it's the time to kill is like literally bullets, like seconds, like not even that yes. milliseconds. Huh. Whereas with and this, you actually have a battle, sort of- right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What sort of vibe are we talking about with the with the environments? Because we we were sort of saying, you know, I'm not, I'm well, I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm skeptical. I'm kind of a little bit. The idea that the game itself is an open world, at least in the campaign, it's kind of makes me raise a bit of an eyebrow. Likewise. Halo's always always been kind of like a open, not an open world, but open hubs, I guess, a bit like Battlefield. But what what are the what are the maps been so far that you've been able to play around in? How have they how have they felt? I mean, they're classic Halo maps, to be honest. Um, mm. Not classic in the sense that where it's like, oh, this is luck out. Oh, this is incredible. Like, in terms yeah. of that design. They, okay. the, the maps that they had so far have just been very open. Um, so um, there was one called Behemoth, and it's actually got, it's a four on four map with like vehicles. There's a ghost and there's a warthog on it. So uh, oh. it is, it's a, I would say it's probably one of, one of the bigger 4v4 maps that I've played in Halo. Huh. Mm. Whether it's meant to be a 4v4 map, I'm not sure. And it might actually be a, a no, an 8v8 or a 12v12. Oh, um, okay. But I think it's too small for a 12v12. But <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. it just might be them trying to go, right, we want a 4v4, but with vehicles. So let's have something a little bit more open. Um, Put them in a sort of spacier environment. Yeah. Kind of. But yeah. the maps are really cool. There's one called Bizarre, which reminds me of Dust from um, Counter-Strike, uh, which huh. is really cool. And uh, obviously set in the markets. Is that um, New Mombasa? Like that sort of... I just don't know. Because it's... Well, it can't be New Mombasa, right? Because isn't this set all on the one uh, halo? I Yeah, you might be right. Yeah, or it could just be, oh, this is part of the multiplayer. Maybe in the multiplayer yeah, we'll yeah. give you a load of crazy maps from the old games as well. I don't know. Um, I wouldn't have thought that a, like a market bazaar would be on an installation, but who knows? No, I exactly. Know and that's why I'm a little bit like, maybe it isn't just this <laughs> yeah. halo installation. But yeah. um, all the other stuff that's cool, there's like almost classic um, Halo maps. There's, there's one that's um, indoors, that's almost like in a warehouse. Um, hmm. I'm actually not sure what it is, but um, it's all your kind of metal corridors and stuff like that and different um, like line of sights. So just tricky things on the maps that you've got to get your head around. Um, so yeah, almost classic Halo, but nothing quite iconic as like your Halo Two and your Halo Three maps just yet. Huh. But okay, we've only seen four, so mm. it's still early doors. And I imagine that one of them's like almost like a test map. Um, I feel like so. I feel like more of the maps might be like Bizarre than and Behemoth than. Um, I think it's called Live Test, actually. <laughs> so, <laughs> right, okay. Name. Okay, two, so two things, uh, two sort of the big questions. We'll, we'll end on the on the sort of second one. But the first one, uh, which might seem a little bit shallow, especially coming from me, because I, to be honest, when the game was first revealed, uh, uh, what, is, what is now thought of to be, a, you know, a, a bit of a bungle, but which I think looked really cool, um, what what are the graphics like? You know, especially especially you know in in its art direction. I, I imagine you're playing on a Series X, right? I am indeed, uh, and it's 4K. It's 60 FPS. Um, I mean, it looks it looks pretty. I wouldn't say it's setting the world alight, but mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. don't tend to in multiplayer, right? Multiplayer is more 
I guess refined for yes for, for frame rates and for things like that as opposed to making it spectacular because you're gonna get like a more curated vision in the sing- in the campaign aren't you uh, absolutely because like you're not going to be running through the bazaar and going oh well, look at that poster on the wall i'm gonna have a read of that do you know what i mean it's, it's gonna be like <laughs> yeah 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 i'm running through here oh i've been killed of the rocket i've put to blow sure. the shield that kind of thing so mm. i mean yeah, don't get me wrong it's it's a pretty game but mm. it's it's not going to set the world um on fire did you what was your response when you saw the reveal of Halo Infinite? Oh, it was of, awful. Uh, a year ago. Oh, you you did think it was bad, did you? Like, I, I, have you seen the the screenshot of the the um, that the guy's group? yeah? Oh, Just, Craig. No. They've called him Craig, haven't they? Is, is it called Craig? Like, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, yeah. but when you've got Sony and The Last of Us Two, last gen game as well pulling off some of the some incredible <laughs> visuals like that. And you've got Craig. I was just like, this is just upsetting. Um, but Halo has never okay. been like setting the standard in terms of that, right? I mean, it's always I wouldn't have said so. Yeah, mm. oh, no, absolutely. But it's always it's always been impressive. I mean, probably, the yeah, if you look at sort of combat evolved, what was amazing then was just the size of the environments yeah, sure. and the, the fact that, oh my God, I can get into a Jeep. And in fact... Even though this is a linear experience, I seem to be able to drive for miles in this bloody Jeep. You know, it was always more about sort of technical power as regards the spectacle rather than looking at Craig's face. Um, yeah, absolutely. That but, yeah. Sort of but yeah, but I mean, so, so well, fair enough then. Uh, and that was why it, it didn't really bother me that much, poor old Craig. I just sort of thought, well, yeah, but it's Halo. You know, that's not what's going to be what's going to wow us. But, but I do understand, you know, people were effectively looking at an Xbox One game and they were going, well, why would I buy a Series X? This looks a bit... Yeah. I do I do get it. I do understand it. But are you feeling a little a little bit sort of better now? Or do you, do you think it's a good thing that they maybe delayed, you know, to get some polish in? Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. But when was it meant to be out? Last year? Yeah, it was meant it was, to launch yeah. with the launch. Series X. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, genuinely, because... Well, I, it's weird, because like, I was upset that Craig looked completely hideous and mm. like it looked as if it had been made in paint um, but uh, I wasn't <coughs> excuse me it didn't really put me off if you know what I mean okay alright I was just like okay. oh that's disappointing um, yeah but for, you're, st- you're thinking to yourself well I'm still going to have a great time yeah exactly it's Halo and it's going to yeah yeah because yeah. I play Halo for the multiplayer for the most part I enjoy the campaigns mm. but mm. I'm all about the multiplayer it's my one multiplayer shooter so okay, good stuff. I'm I'm the opposite. I do like the Halo multiplayer, but uh, I am I am there for the campaign, and I've well, if only because for a, for a, for a very long time, for, for I mean the run of one all the way to Reach, for my money, it represented you know the the best campaigns that that, that a shooter had to offer. Really, uh, under I thought they were terrific. But last question. Uh, so how how excited are you? Are you, or do, are you thinking about the campaign? Are you kind of thinking, oh, I really hope that, you know, are, are you sort of going to go straight into the multiplayer and then maybe get round to the campaign afterwards? No, I, I always do the campaign first. I think you have okay. to, right? It's almost like it's your warm-up for the multiplayer. Like get get so. used to the shooting, get used to the sensitivity, play with the weapon sensitivity, and then play with the mm. dead zones and stuff like that until you're feeling confident. And then once you're doing that, and you've done that, and you complete the campaign, then you push into the multiplayer. That's how I usually mm. do it. So yeah. I, I love the campaigns, don't get me wrong, but mm. I use them as a warm-up for the multiplayer. So I'm still yes. excited about the campaign, because I love the music, I love the worlds. Like I'm a massive sci-fi guy, so I just mm. love that environment. I love the idea of these halos just existing, and these yes. being 
but oh, they're really picturesque, but actually they're really they're just weapons. So yeah. I, I like that kind of that balance. That, yeah, yeah, for sure. And I'm looking forward to hopefully just a more. Uh, I will play five, but what I already played a five within like 20 minutes of that campaign, I thought, what the fuck is this? Yeah, uh, I really did not. It was like a Marvel movie. I didn't know what was going on. There was all these superhero Spartans flying around doing this crazy stuff. I thought. And I do think, on the whole, I admire three four three. But in, as regards the campaign, for me, they've not been. You know, Reach was the last truly great one. But, I, didn't, I didn't mind four, to be honest. Uh, I've played four mm-hmm. against re- again recently, and I was like, mm-hmm. actually, four's okay. I think four's okay. issue, and potentially five's as well, is that we've been so used to these enemy types for so long, and then they introduced the the, the Protheans, the, the knights, and stuff like that. Oh and, yeah, yeah. And I just. I don't know. I, I I felt that they were a really shit enemy. Personally. So did I. Yeah. Um, no, no, I agree completely. I thought the weapons that they had were annoying and yes. sort of rubbishy. And for me, they just looked like Lego Bionicle. I just sort of thought, oh, <laughs> they're you know they're kind of crummy. And plus, also Halo Four was weird because unless you found all of those optional like data things that were hidden in levels, you you just didn't really know what the plot was. They only told a sort of certain chunk of the plot in the game's cutscenes. But if you wanted to know, for instance, like, well, all right, why is this renegade faction of the Covenant doing what it's doing? I have no idea why we're here. And it was really weird, the decision to sort of sideline all of that in, in like, a series of quite out-of-reach collectibles in some cases. So I, I, I kind of came out of Halo 4 going, oh, what, what, were we do- what were we doing? And before, I, <laughs> I'll probably have to watch a recap video or something while I, you know, when Infinite comes out, but... Yeah, Halo Four oh, well, was all wait. about Cortana, though, right? For me personally, like, that was good. I wasn't too yeah. bothered about the the other faction at the Covenant. Mm. I, I yeah, just, I just enjoyed the dynamic between Chief and Cortana, which is mm. why, which is the, the only reason I stuck through Five, to be honest. Like mm. the the only reason I loved actually Halo Five as a game, weirdly, was because of uh, was it called Warzone? Uh, it, was, it was the MOBA. It was MOBA multiplayer, basically in in Halo. It's like where you had right. mini bosses and stuff on the map and stuff like that. That was amazing. Um, huh. So I hope they actually bring that back in Infinite. But yeah. The, the, yeah, they yeah, ruin yeah. that though with um, microtransactions, unfortunately. Ugh. Oh yeah, yeah. Went the cards and stuff. Exactly. It was the card system, yeah. and it was just ruined because yeah. you, you could just buy the card system. Actually, gave you uh, an advantage. So you could get better weapons. And it's like, well, what's the point in that? The, the reason that Halo <laughs> yeah. is so good and so successful and became so successful, unlike um, some of the other games these days, is that every mm. game starts with a level playing field. Yeah. Nobody, Nobody's got special weapons, nothing. So everyone's got to fight for the power weapons. Everyone's got to pick the weapons up off the map. That's it. Mm. And that's why I love Halo, personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 me, yeah, me too. Me too. I hope they don't bring that sort of... Well, they haven't so far, so we're good. Yeah, yeah. Well, mm. I'm excited. But I, yeah, I, I, I am, I am bloody well. When, when is it out? By the way, do, do we know? It's December eighth. Yeah. December the eighth. Yeah. Oh, just December. Yeah, the eighth. Oh right. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. a little bit of a wait yet. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, in the meantime, uh, I have played, and producer Dan has also played Kena, Kena. Bridge of Spirits, you say Kena, I say Kena, let's call the whole thing off. No, no, uh, no, you say Kena, I say Kena. I say Kena, yes. Yeah. Yes, this is true, this is true. I say Kena, Dan says Kena. But are <laughs> we keen on it, or are we Kane on it? 
I don't know what that is. Or did, uh, we, did we cane it? I, I guess we caned, caned it. We caned it. We were quite keen on it. I th- yeah, uh, it's an interesting game, actually. It kind of seems to me... So y- you play as a sort of um, a spirit guide, uh, a woman named Kena, or Kena, <laughs> uh, where she has a staff, which uh, she sort of swings or around. And, or a staff, if you're, you know, from the north. <laughs> uh, she swings this around. She uses this to batter people, uh, g- ghosts, some of them, sort of restless spirits. Uh, in an effort to save uh, the sort of spirits of a of a village in quite a nice looking land, a kind of Ori and the Blind Forest vibes, uh, but you know in 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 three D, not two D. Uh, and she's also helping to clear out some sort of malevolent presence, which is rotting the forest. Which of course is not to be confused with the rot, which is a series of weird little creatures with big bulging eyes and customizable hats. Uh, that follow her around, kind of like the Pikmin from Pikmin, and she can ask them to to do certain things, to lift boxes, uh, so she can jump on them, and you you kind of collect them throughout the game. This sort of it's a weird one, but did you like it? Yeah, I did, I did, but I didn't like absolutely adore it. But I mm. mean, this is the first time we've actually spoken about this, right? Like. Yeah, we sort of texted uh, here and there, but yeah, it's the first time we kind of sat down to have a, have a proper chat about it. Yeah, um, but like, I, so you're sort of thumbs I, I, up from you, but not crazy on it, kind of thing. I'm a little bit like a, you know, because mm, like I don't, yeah. I don't know what I told you. Um, I had a game breaking bug, so I had to. I did tell you, and I had to go back three, four <laughs> hours to an old save. Uh, yeah, that's that. That's always unfortunate and rough. So that um, kind of ruined my entire enjoyment. Well, not all, all of it, but definitely. About thirty percent of it. It's going like, to take a big chunk out. Yeah, of it. yeah, for sure. But like, you know, I mean, what that's, as well? that sucks. I, yeah. I looked at the patch notes, and there was like fixed. They didn't use the word "game breaking bug," but they they used something like "fixed progression stopping um, issue," and I'm like, "progression stopping issue." So, game breaking <laughs> bug, basically. <laughs> yeah. How do we? It's an interesting point, actually. How do we define? Is if it's a game breaking bug, a bug where you, your save is no good and you actually have to start the whole game again? No, or? no. I think a game breaking bug is when you come across it and you can't progress on that save. So right, 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 right. Okay. And like, but then if you had a save that was only like one minute ago, you would have been would all that, right. Would that make it not? But if it was the same bug, would it still be a game breaking bug? It's still a game breaking bug, it? right? It, but it's just. Just doesn't Less set you back off. too far. Exactly, yeah. Mm. You know what my issue was, right? I usually save a load. I'm a massive oversaver, but right. there, there was only five slots, so I was being careful not to save too frequent, and I wanted the slots <laughs> spread throughout the game, and so right. which is why I didn't save, and like the auto save screwed me over. But yeah. oh no! But that other sucks. than that, like I, I thought it was yeah. all right. Like it didn't blow me away. Like I loved the world. The the, mm. the music was absolutely fantastic. Like one of my it favorite good, scores in years. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm glad you said that. Actually, I was think it was one of the things that I was thinking as I was playing through. It's got a really, really lovely soundtrack. Do you know what? It reminds um, me of so many different games and different things as well. Like it reminds me of. Did you ever see Battlestar Galactica? I watched the mini series. Oh, I know what you're going to say. Actually, yeah, I didn't see the whole of the show, but you know the sort of six part mini series that they did, which kind of kicked off the show. Yeah, like there's little bits I, of Battlestar I can hear in the music. There's little bits of The Witcher mm. I can hear in the music. Like, I feel like the guys mm. have gone. I don't know who actually did the score. Um, I should probably it know that. Was, 
It was a group of Balinese musicians that the studio consulted really? to work. Yeah, yeah, I forget the name of the group, but they and they sort of consulted with them uh, as regards the game's kind of religious iconography and things like that. Okay. Um, but no, yeah, I, I did think it was... And this was one of those games which I think caught my eye, and I think caught your eye a very long time yeah. ago when we first saw the trailer. It was like this and uh, that rare game, Everwild, both, we both sort of thought, oh, they look they look cool, they look a bit different. Yeah, Actually, yeah, weirdly, funnily enough... Do you know it was last oh, E3? Yeah, cool. E3 mm. 2020, so it feels like it was like 10 years ago, but it was only last year. <laughs> I thought it was 2019 for No, Bridget. it's 2020. Was it 2020? Yeah. Bloody hell. Crazy. Um, yeah, and, and actually, Rare is a good one to bring up. I mean, this reminds me of, you know, that kind of turn of the millennium, like cameo elements of power yeah, yeah. or uh, the Jack and Daxter games, the Ratchet and Clank games, or if anyone remembers Mark of Cree, which I thought was quite good back on the PS2. It's kind of like a PS2 era game, yeah. action platforming adventure, but just with an absurd level of, I guess, PS5 polish. It comes from a, a studio called Ember Lab, who are principally an animation studio. They made a, a really, really cool fan film there for was, uh, Legend, Legend of Zelda, Jorah's Mask. It's weird because like, it felt like a Zelda game <laughs> like, for, <laughs> it does, for so it, yeah. long. Yeah, there are, there are in, in parts, there's a lot of that. There's a bit of Ori, there's a bit of Zelda. It's one of those things where it's not going to, you know, move the move, <laughs> change the genre, change the world and move everything forward, but... It's one of those. It's one of those things. It's like you know when you guys would love in uh, the Outer Worlds, or people love Ghost of Tsushima. You know, there's a good argument that says, well, you don't always need to move the needle. You don't always need to change the world. Sometimes, if you just give people what they want in a very, very polished uh, package, sometimes that's enough. Yeah, um, I agree. I th- I had a lot of fun with it. I have to say, I I I really I agree with you. You know, it is a little bit simple. I did I did find that I find the combat. Um, once once you learn it, you learn it, and it's 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 just about engaging enough. And crucially, the game's not too long. No, but did, did you get difficulty spikes? Was that just me? I have to say, I did not. But uh, I was because you and Matt were sort of talking about this on the. They've, um, they've since <clears> patched <throat> it, haven't they? Since launch, and they've 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 patched it. Although the weird thing, because apparently the patch changes the timing of the parry. So I so I heard, but I actually didn't notice. Uh, any change b- before and after, but maybe I'm just a, a thicko or something. I just I, it it seemed to be the same to me. But I I, I but I will say um, the bosses are harder. Th- I wouldn't. I'm, I guess it. I guess, well. I guess that is a difficulty spike. The bosses are much harder than your sort of regular little arenas of enemies. I'll give you that definitely. Uh, um, you, but have, I, I didn't really have yet? a lot. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah, okay. So, so for me, the last two bosses, uh, I only played mm. on normal. Um, when I played, they were like, I, it felt like a Dark Souls boss to me. Oh, wow. I had to go and yeah. learn attack patterns and learn when to parry, because otherwise he was just obliterating me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and also the the parry, even like pre-patch, post-patch, just play, playing it just last night, it's like, it is still a narrow window for that parry. If You know, it's funny, because the, the game sort of has a real sort of childlike aesthetic, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, sure. Sort of look. Looks like, and I'm kind of kind of imagining like a, you know, a t- ten year old or an eleven year old playing it and and sort of getting battered by one of these bosses. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, but no, I, I I have to admit I was kind of utterly charmed by 
the world, the art direction, yeah. uh, the, the, the music. I'm glad you sort of brought up the music. I thought the Mate, music just was Just the excellent. characters as well. I found the voice acting really, like, actually, like, top-level voice acting, like, fantastic. Yeah, for, sh- for sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and actually, the woman who voices Kana, she is from the group of Balinese musicians. Oh, she? is one of the musicians that, that Ember Lab consulted with. Oh, she, yeah, uh, she's absolutely fantastic. Like, every time she yeah. spoke, it's like, just literally captures you. She's like, yeah. it's so empathetic just with her tones and stuff like that. It's like, mm. you could feel that she could feel the pain that they were going through kind of thing. And it's like, wow, this is just, this is like crazy video acting. Like, it was it was an emotive thing. Yeah. And also a bit, a little bit like um, uh, Jedi Fallen Order. This is one of those video games and kind of like the original Assassin's Creed as well. I feel like the second game will be the one that's, like, really good. Yeah, I agree. Kind of like Uncharted as well. It's like, you get that first one, and the people that love it, that, like, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, no, that one, you know, that one was really good. But it does have sort of shortfalls. It it, it isn't... I think if they added... If they made it a little bit longer, or they added some more intriguing mechanics and stuff, I think the sort of second game in the series could be be the one that really captures people. But... Yeah, 100%. That being said... It got some bloody good reviews. I'm probably with you. I, I'd sort of think, oh, I don't think it's like nines and tens. I think it's like sevens, sevens and, eights. and eights. Yeah, yeah, yeah 100%. for sure. I would have given it, it an could... eight if it wasn't for that game-breaking bug. I gave it a seven in the end. Oof, that bug sucks. Um, that bug yeah. really sucks. But what can you do? That's the experience you had. Uh, exactly, you know, it's, not, it's not your fault. I, so. I should probably have marked it down even more, but then I was thinking... Uh, I still went back and did it, and then I got past that, and I had no issues. Mm. Well, I actually did have other issues, but not as big as that. And I still enjoyed it, and I still love my time with it. And mm. like, mm. yeah, and I would replay it as well. Like, which is always a question I ask myself after I've completed a game. It's like when mm. I'm doing the review, I'm like, would I replay that? Because if I would, yeah. that means it's a good game. If I wouldn't, that's a I sign mean, of a good game. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. And after your review has gone up, then thinking. Oh, I kind of want to play that later. That's always a great sign if you yeah. haven't immediately gone on to the next one. Good stuff. Yeah, good for stuff. Sure. Right. Uh, speaking of going on to the next one, we will have to break for the news. But thank you very much, producer Dan, for coming in and talking shop. No worries, uh, man. Absolute pleasure. We shall we shall talk to you again soon. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. So what we'll do is chat about something inane. We're supposed to have one little tiny inane chat. Chat. You know, I could just chat. We'll have a lovely chat. We'd be chatting. Banter. Video games. Chatting. I'll tell you what. Bloody chat. Is it good? Uh, yeah. That's a fact. Brilliant. News. It's time for the news. Richmond, are you ready for the news? Uh, yeah. Excellent. Uh, Bayonetta 3. It's happening. We know when it's coming out. Uh, and it looks pretty cool. Did you see this? It was part of the uh, Nintendo showcase. No, I'm a very busy man. I don't have time to be looking at Nintendo things. I've got very bad news for my you. remit. Mm, I've got very bad news for you then in that case, because the, oh, the biggest on. stories, the most exciting stories of this week came from the big end. Shall I just so stay silent then? You just keep quiet and I'll just read these out to you. Um, it's great podcasting. I'm sorry, uh, um... Fan, any any fans of me fan fan of me <laughs> you, you, I'm, you're not going to hear much out of me this week <laughs> but you did quite like Bayonetta the first one didn't you and the second one I played the second one on, the, on my Switch oh well, but you don't, you're not yeah, up for this yeah. one no I yeah. am I just yeah it's one of those where announcements has been all over the place it's been like when's it coming we don't know 
shut oh. up about it we're still making it then it's yeah. like <laughs> yeah yeah well like i was saying last week about when something's in the press cycle for more than a year that's bad news that's just too much well i just develop total apathy for it and i'm just like i don't care anymore I've had enough. I, I have a short attention span at the best of times. <laughs> so if you're going to spin out an announcement for two, three years... I, Although this wasn't... To be fair, I, I, I do sort of jump to Hideki Kamiya's defence because even he did say earlier this year everyone should just, quote, reset and forget about it. Then, when something finally does happen, it'll be a nice surprise, won't it? And I mean, mm. he's not in control of the publicity cycle, so I do feel for him. And I think he's right, you know. Yeah. Just bloody forget about it. All of a sudden, and it was a tasty trailer. They sort of made it look like it was for that game Astral Chain, which was a fantastic game that Platinum did oh, for God. Switch in like 2019. I forgot about that game. Mm, it was really good. It was one of the best um, Platinum games I've played. Why and isn't it, it talked about more? I don't uh, hear much about it these days. It just kind of feels like it's kind of fallen off the map. I think it kind of well, it came out in 2019, so it's a couple. It's a couple of years old, but um, I don't think it. I don't think it was a like a huge game for everyone. It's got. I mean, games like Bayonetta and Astral Chain. Well, to be honest with you, man. Sadly. Well, maybe not. Sadly, kind of everything Platinum does, it's not. It's not going to capture the mainstream in a massive way, is it? Not like something like I don't know, The Legend of Zelda. Even, <laughs> I don't even think you can buy a copy of Astral Chain. I'm just having a little look on some retailers at the moment. Oh yeah, I I don't think you can even buy it anymore. What the fuck? Ooh, now he wants it. Now he's interested. Well, because I, 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 well, I forgot about it. Yeah, it's you cannot find it anywhere. <laughs> Ridiculous. It's you been can out get two it digitally. years. You can get it on the... Uh, I don't want a stinking digital copy. <laughs> you love a digital copy. I don't know what you're going on about. No, I like I like my uh, collection. But anyway, load of robots knocking about. All of a sudden, mm. Bayonetta mm. swings in there with her demonic hair and her high robots. heels and her guns. Oh. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, it was the trailer. It, it's sort Because of, you sort of looked at it and it had the, the, the robot fellas from Astral Chain. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, Bayonetta swings out. Uh-oh, it's only bloody Bayonetta 3. It looks cool. Mm, okay. uh, lots of massive sort of kaiju style monsters in that trailer as well it looks it, it looks really really sweet I haven't yet played Bayonetta 2 though I have it uh, and I'm yeah. really excited to play it because people say it's better than the bloody first one so I'm oh, up for that lovely stuff uh, item number 2 which mm-hmm. is probably the most exciting thing for me Nintendo Switch Online is getting N64 and Mega Drive games as part of its uh, online subscription it's the new expansion pack option uh, and it comes out uh, later this month. Le- uh, next month, actually, sorry. Late yeah. October. Um, they Ooh. haven't talked about pricing yet. I imagine it'll be a couple of extra quid or something. But it's um, uh, it's a, the new plan will offer those two uh, consoles, a little, a little library of games. And much like the SNES, it'll sort of add more games monthly. At, when it launches, the N64 games it's going to offer... Are yeah. Super Mario 64, Ocarina of Time, Mario Kart 64, Lilat Wars, Sin and Punishment, Mario Tennis 64, Dr. Mario 64, Yoshi's Story, and one of my favourites, Operation Winback, which was a really good espionage oh, thriller. That Wasn't that actually one of the first ever cover shooter yes, games? Yes, yes, But well it's sort of not yeah. really acknowledged as such. Not really. Kill Switch got all the glory. Well, ultimately, mm. Gears of War got all the glory. Well, I was but say, um, yeah. yeah, Kill Switch did beat them to it. But yeah, you're right. Yeah, Winback had a had a cover system. 
Um, I remember. And they said some of the games that they're going to add after launch, uh, Majora's Mask, Pokemon Snap, Kirby 64, The Crystal Shards, Mario Golf, and F-Zero X, which is really exciting. The only N64 game uh, to have 60 frames per second. Oh. You should get it, Rich, because they are offering multiplayer online play, and I would love to play you at F-Zero X. Oh, mate, that'd be another one that I'm terrible at. I, yeah, I can, I but can still already be great fun. see. I can already see your little thingy flying past mine and me going. <laughs> yeah, I can see it. What? In a, I mean, fair enough if we were talking about uh, like NBA or something. But I sort of feel like in a racing game, you would probably have my number. To be honest, you play you much more racing. Well, no. you review and play a lot more racing games than I do. I sort of see you as kind of the racing guy of our well, websites. I guess so, really. kind of by default. <laughs> because I like motorsport as well. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, we both love Wipeout. I mean, I'm not not a racing guy. I just sort of would have thought, if someone's betting money, I, I reckon you could take me in a race. Um, Wipeout, I spend a lot of time bouncing off the walls, I will say. <laughs> I'm not very good with the air brakes. But your passion makes up for that. Well, exactly, so. exactly. <laughs> like that, that blooming Helter Skelter section in Wipeout 3, I don't know if you mm, remember that. I Nightmare. do yeah, yeah, nightmare. That's that's one for the air brakes. That, yeah, that's, that's a big one for the air brakes. Yeah, well, but I have flashbacks and yeah. Imagine me and you just just doing a, just doing a, a cheeky nine holes in Mario Golf sixty four. That would be fun. That would be on fun. A, of, a, of a lazy Sunday afternoon. We're both we're both in bed. We're we're lazy. We've got a coffee on the on we the. How lazy the, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we record this podcast at twelve noon, and I struggle to make it in time because I'm sleeping in. Yes. Although today I was slightly late, actually. But that is the fault of Discord. With their 14 updates. 14 updates. That each don't and seem every- to do anything. Don't, I never know what they're doing. It's the same service every week. Yeah. Who knows? Um, but uh, I'm also quite excited for the uh, for the Mega Drive uh, collection. The lineup on the Mega Drive collection is absolutely delicious. See, Sonic, Sonic 2. Yeah, go on. Uh, Streets of Rage 2. Echo mm. the Dolphin. Castlevania Bloodlines. Contra Hardcore. Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. Less so that one. Golden Axe. Oh, that's a good little game. Good little match three. Gun- yeah, Puzzle. but these are all giants, and that one's just yeah, a good right. little match three. Uh, Gunstar Heroes. Uh, Musha. Fantasy Star 4. Shining Force. Uh, that's M U S H A, but it, the acronym is Musha. Shinobi mm. Three: Return of the Master Ninja and Strider as well. That's a, that's an absolute. Ju- if that was in the Mega Drive collection, people would be going nutty. But it's actually just just beating that one to it, really. Um, yeah, I was going to say I'm not as excited for those because I've got already got them in like several Mega Drive collections. But actually, mm. there are a couple there that aren't on that collection so yeah, yeah actually yeah. that's pretty good and and me and you online mm. co-op streets of rage 2 i mean well you can do that already but no that's still excellent well, how can uh, you do that if you download the backwards compatible streets of rage vintage collection on the xbox we could do i'll that. have to pay money for that though so that's not happening <laughs> it's dead cheap well, this, it's yeah, really this one's, cheap this, this one's free though so <laughs> yeah, but you get one, two, and three in that yeah, collection. But it's, yeah, but it's free. It's free, though. So. Uh, is it free? You, well, what, are you getting free included, Switch Online? It's included within, yeah. the, and it's £2.50. So, well, what a you rip-off. Know, what are you... <laughs> <laughs> right, well, there'll be no Streets of Rage 2 for anyone, then. Yeah, yeah, uh, well, there you go. 
Yeah. I like Super owning Mario stuff. You it are. feels like I'd be renting it. I like owning things. Yeah, I agree with that. I do agree yeah. with that. Yeah. I, well, although, I mean, you don't technically really own digital stuff, do you? Because they can sort of just take it away, which I don't it's like. It's true. Yeah, no, it's true. Yeah. It's only really physical that you sort of properly... Which uh, is say. why I'll always prefer it, because, you know... Mm. I can I hold agree. on to that. No, I'm with you on that one, 100%. Just <clears throat> why I'm always sort of like, whenever anyone's going on about Game Pass, I'm like, yeah, no, it is good. I won't disagree with you that it's good. But mm-hmm. I'm kind of scared that we're going down that way, and I don't really like it ultimately. So Yeah. Well, also, um, you know, what if you're in the middle of a big game, and then they're just like, we're removing that soon? You're like, oh, yeah, that, well, that's, that's that, the sort of the unglamorous side of it that you, that, yeah. that doesn't get talked about as much. Just like, yeah, this is coming off that month, so you're sort of screwed if you're doing that. Yeah, yeah I mean, you can buy a copy, away. but... You mm. could do. Yeah, I don't know. Buy a copy to begin with, to be honest. Well, exactly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Problem solved. <laughs> Problem solved. Mm. Uh, there's, well, I'll give you the... Uh, Multimedia news. Yeah. Super Mario Brothers animated movie starring Chris Pratt and Anya Taylor Joy, uh, Charlie Day as the voice of Luigi, Jack Black voicing Bowser, Keegan Michael Key playing the role of Toad, voicing the role of Toad, mm-hmm. um, Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. It's by Illumination, which is a studio who do the Minions series. So, okay. you know. Uh, I don't care about it remotely, and I don't no, know what, any, do why, I. what anyone's problem is with it. I'm struggling why would there... to um, kind of hear Chris Pratt as Mario in my head. Mm. Mm. Apparently, I, I, Charles I, I, Martinet is in the film in like in little little I sort mean, of cameo appearances. Call but... me silly, I'd have cast him as Mario. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think you probably would get tired of that after ninety minutes. Nah, because they can't. You can't really do a plot if you've got. Ooh, he. I could have done it. I'd have, I'd have voiced Mario. Well, there you go. Yeah. They've missed yeah. the trick. They should have got Rich Walker doing I'd it. I've been dirt cheap, mate. I'd have Bloody done it for fools. a tenner. Bloody fools. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to see you as Mario. I mean, what you just did there just sounds like Mickey Mouse from the 1930s. But yeah. Well, doesn't Mario sound like that? A little bit, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of things that I simply don't care about, um, The Last of Us. It, oh no, actually, <laughs> no, yeah, that one that's I a do good way care to introduce about, it. But this one I don't. I'll do the one I don't care about first. Go on. Um, it's the HBO yeah. thing with um, Bella Ramsey and Pedro Pascal. Uh, right. They released a picture from it. It's the first picture from it, and it's the two of them with their backs to the camera, and they are surveying the site. Of a, of a plane crash. There's a downed plane in a field. He, of course, is wearing a sort of grimy green plaid number. She is yeah. in a red top a la the video game tapping I, into the iconography of the... I, I, I know why yeah. you don't... You, you, I know why you don't care. Mm. Because Go it's on. just a retelling of the first game. So, why bother? Yeah, well, I, yeah, I, I don't know if it is or if it isn't, but I, I think I, it, it may well be. Um, I certainly don't remember a plane crash in the first I game, so the details no. might be different, but, you know. Um, mm. I sort of don't just, know why it exists. No, I don't. I don't. You've you've already done what you've done in the game, and and yeah. also I I ne- it always makes me laugh when there's films of games when the games themselves are games of films anyway. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's like 
yeah. oh yeah there's there's gonna be you know an uncharted movie it's like yeah but we already did that it's called Raiders of the Lost Ark like yeah. when it just goes in a circle it's like well, the water's really stagnant now like mm. there's barely a story worth telling in the early I mean, Uncharted got anyway several Tomb Raider films as well you know you which go. I imagine yeah. are in the same vein yeah, and they're like... not good are they <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not. I mean, I've got a weakness for um, that one where Daniel Craig puts on an American accent. Uh, yeah, I mean, I watched a bit of that again. I couldn't, uh, I couldn't watch it. It was it's, just, it's a tough one. It yeah, is a tough one. Yeah. And she Ian Glenn as well as the baddie. Oh God, yeah. yeah, 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 and the rest of it. It's, uh, mm. it's weird. It is weird. Yeah, um, yeah don't care about that. Uh, but Naughty Dog, this is this made me laugh actually. Uh, Naughty Dog's given us an update on the Last of Us multiplayer project for the Last of Us Part Two, which is a thing that ha- I, again I don't really care about that. No, but people do, and people have said yeah. apparently that the Fireflies mode in the first game was quite good. Mm. The multiplayer, I didn't play it, so, I didn't play you know, it but there you go. Um, but do you know what the update was? <laughs> uh, we're still making it. <laughs> Sort of. <laughs> Senior communications manager Rochelle Snyder said, quote, in short, we're working on it. Yeah. That's good, isn't it? <laughs> it's good. Well, they, thanks. Th- there, was, there were further developments. Uh, th- they then said, uh, we see the community comments as, as uh, you know, as many of you clamour for multiplayer uh, and want updates. I love the use of the word clamour. It's been, yeah, they're, I, I, they're, yeah. they're showing that they are sort of pissed off and they wish you'd sort of shut up. Um, for now, we'll say that we love what the team is developing and want to give them time to build out their ambitious project. We'll reveal more when it's ready. Um, so, you know, there you go. <laughs> So, Chill out, everyone. you know, measure your excitement accordingly, I would yeah. say. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't know. See if you can get ex- as excited as Rich Walker. Yeah. Uh, I, just, no, I don't play Last of Us for that. No. Well, I'm going to play it because the, not... I'm mean, sort of fascinated to see what they come up with, to be honest. Well, I don't understand why... That so many games have a sort of tacked on multiplayer. I know this isn't technically tacked on because they're taking their time with it and mm. releasing it separately, but it's not like there's a dearth of multiplayer experiences <laughs> out there that we need another one. Yeah. And who's clamouring no, yeah. for this? I've got nothing to play. There are no <laughs> multiplayer things. I've exhausted everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Although, I mean, when it's that studio making it, I'll play anything they make. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. If if it stands any chance of being quite good, you know, and and I don't not enjoy things like Back for Blood or World War Z. There's no reason yeah. why this can't actually just be quite well, good. I mean, those are co-op experiences, <clears throat> which is why they're enjoyable to me. I, I I'll always be there for a bit of co-op. Well, this will be this not will so be much. sort of it'll be a well. Actually, we don't know what this will be. Uh, if be it's anything like uh, the first game, it'll be teams, right? They're not? saying ambitious. I think that's you know if it's anything yeah, like I that, sure. But I don't that know. That word's could... bandied about, though, isn't it? Ambitious. If Everything's adds... ambitious. Who wants to admit that <laughs> we, they have no ambition? Yeah, I do love that. Yeah. Um, it's quite a restrained vision, actually. Yeah, we're, we're going back we to basics. Really care. It's we're bog not... standard. <laughs> Chill out. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I would love a sort of mission thing when they are if they if it was co-op and it could be like oh one of you plays as some you know I don't know yeah. if you're like a little group oh if you're a cheeky little group of the WLF and it was like actually uh the game has like a little campaign and it sort of goes into the story of Isaac a bit more like that actually would be really tasty yeah yeah that um, could be interesting but 
Who knows? We shall see. Anyway, mm. it's about time uh, for the quiz. So put on your quiz helmet. Oh my goodness, really? Start getting quizzical. Yeah. That was a truncated news section. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, it's... Uh, oh, actually, well, <laughs> yeah, but you don't care about Kirby, so... Well, of course I do. He's a little pink blob who hoovers up <laughs> people. <laughs> yeah. Are you a fan of Kirby? Sure. Uh, well, Kirby and, Kirby and the about. Forgotten <laughs> Forgotten Land is coming uh, to the yeah. Switch. Part of the showcase. I'm really excited about it. I just presumed you wouldn't be. Um, I, I have to admit, I've never played a Kirby game. I mean, my experience with Kirby begins and ends with Smash Brothers. <laughs> that is mental. Yeah. 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 Sorry, everyone. You, you got to get on Kirby. It's good stuff. Yeah, well, Zelda, Kirby, I gotta get on and uh, too many things. Mm. Life's too short, man. Although that Even is, like, I mean, they are they are bigger off. than most. They are, you know, Zelda. I have to say. Well, exactly. You know, I've got a stack of Zelda games now, and I haven't bloody played any of them. Jump on in there, man. Get yeah. jumping on in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for, weirdly, it's the first 3D Kirby. Kirby and oh. I've forgotten that. Yeah. Huh, interesting. Yeah. Even, even when it, the, the, the furthest that, that, that it's gone is 2.5D. This is the first actual 3D one. And talking of The Last of Us, it looks like Kirby's running around in some sort of post apocalypse. Oh, yeah. That yeah. seems like the right setting for that character. Lo- like load of escalators covered in moss and ivy and stuff. And Weird. Abandoned shopping malls and Kirby's floating around. And yeah, the sort of remnants of a, of a lost civilization. Well, a forgotten land, as it were. Wow. So, you know, there you go. I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it. Rich. Fair play. You know, get excited because it's Kirby, little pink blob. What's All right, I will. I will. All right, but in the meantime, get excited for the quiz. Oh, yeah, well, obviously. I, I shall beckon Matthew. Summon Matt from upstairs. Okay, all right, well, are you guys ready? I personify a place, it's a video game setting. Do we need the rules at this point? I read out a number of clues as this personified setting. You say stop if at any point you have inklings and rumblings of ideas, and then you say what that place is, if you say it and it's the right place, you win. Stop. Stop. I'll go through the clues as many times as you like, and I have, as ever, backup clues, because I don't like drawers. It's time for the quiz. We're joined by Matt from upstairs. Hello, Matt from upstairs. How are you, sir? I'm alright. I'm alright. Um, that was as enthusiastic as I was. Not so bad. I've had I, better I knew days. it was coming. I knew it was coming, but you, you still you caught me mid like stretch, mm. and I was just in that weird sort of you know when you're like oh, ha- like having a half yawn sort of stretching yes. out a little bit. Yes. Uh, which I should have I should have not been doing. In well, very much aware that you're going to ask me a question. Uh, I think inadvertently you've sort of tapped into the Rich Walker mood because Rich is feeling a bit tired as well. Yeah, so, yeah it's true. Like you're, both, you're both going to be hopefully sort of zapped awake by the quiz. I yeah, think. of course. Um, uh, yeah, which, separately, uh, while, while, I'm, mm. while I'm here, very quickly, have you guys had a caramilk yet? No, you like obviously chocolate haven't, chat. have I, Matt? Don't say that. Don't <laughs> oh, say yeah, caramilk to me. about that. <laughs> Yeah, it's the milk bit, isn't it? That fucks you yeah. It's that classic milk bit. Oh, well, actually, no, it's like loads of stuff, isn't it? Because you can't have sugar either, right? No, you I can't have sugar. We've loosened the sugar thing. <laughs> no, no, there was a sugar thing, man. There was, oh, a sugar there was I forgot. You weren't. Yeah, but that wasn't a vegan thing. That was just. No, that was a healthy keeping you. Yeah. No, it's, it's like a. Yeah, oh, it's, oh man, it's it's a triple whammy. It might be time was, it was sugar, obviously milk for the vegan stuff, then it's palm mm. oil for some other stuff, then it's. Well, because, you know. You know Shit being destroyed. I'm very, you know, conscious of these things. Yeah, Consci- you're a conscious Poor little orangutans fella. He is having their blooming fella. homes burnt and stuff. It's, it's not good. And yet, yeah. you know, 
the, the the GameCube launch game Super Monkey Ball, which some could look at as animal cruelty, is brilliant. Yeah, it is brilliant. I mean, I think yeah, they voluntarily get in there. You can have Peter on you at this rate. Mm, mm. Mm. I'm surprised I didn't complain. Right, clue number one. <laughs> Uh, I was... Oh, actually, am I going to do that clue first? No, I'm going to do this clue first. Clue number one. <laughs> this is this is like... Um, every week. Every week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You got, sometimes you just got to switch things up at the last minute. Right, here we go. I was one of the first cities to be created via cloning. Whoa. I forgot. I forgot what the game was. What the game we are playing was for a second. There. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck is this? A city? Oh yeah, it's where are we? Uh, where am I? Stop. Fuck, where are we? <laughs> Rich Walker. Stop. Is it the United Cities of America from Death Stranding? Oh, that's a good. It, incorrect, but I love that. That and is I'm good. Actually, that is good. I'm gonna. I'm gonna note that down because I'm gonna do the UCA at some point soon. Brilliant. Uh, <clears throat> clue number two. Mm-hmm. Uh. Despite my name, yeah. I am not... Uh, no, sorry. Despite my name, I am, in fact, on Earth. And I'm not <sighs> too difficult to navigate, thanks to a lovely map. Hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, Josh, Josh, does, Josh loves Earth. a map, and that lovely is... Lovely map. Important, mm. and it's going to be... I'm not, I don't want to say it, because Rich... Rich might not, not, not Rich might not oh, remember the keep maps a, that keep Josh likes. Keep a good likes. grasp of the, uh, yeah, of, the, the, of the fundamentals, guys. Remember the brutal, the brutality of last there was year. A, there was a quite, there was quite a nice map that Josh liked recently because it. I think that uh, was well, Death Stranding. Let yeah, me give no. you the, uh, the the uh, clue number clue number three. Uh, I have appeared in two video games. Right. The most recent... I'll give you the first one as extra spice, but what I will say is the most recent appearance... Go on, spice already. No, 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 no. I'll give you the spice on a second pass, but right. because th- that the spice will be its first appearance. But You're, the sort you're of preceding the spice. Exactly. Pre-spice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, most recent appearance, 2020. Okay. Mm-hmm. Two games. Clue number four. Hmm. Unfortunately, I do suffer from depression, but that doesn't mean that I'm not fun. Hmm. I am so confused by this. Stop. Rich Walker. Is it... What's it called? Lost Heaven from Mafia? Oh, he's and this it. week's he's winner, it. he's absolutely nailed it. Oh. <laughs> it's Rich Walker Yay. swooping in there oh, on clue annoying. number four. Thank you very much. What gave oh. it away, Rich? It was the depression. Depression. Thought, well, yeah, he's the talking about the right. Of course, the, the Great Depression. And yes. then cloning. I'm thinking, well, that's a remake then. Mm. Yeah. I'll go was through the clues. Not, yeah, yeah, close, but not not quite there. Not quite. Clue number one. Um, I was one of oh, the first cities no. to be created via cloning. It's a clone of Chicago. No, again. No. Uh, it was one of the first <laughs> notable examples of a phenomenon that we once called the GTA clone. 
uh, but we don't um, really call them that anymore. But it was came out in 2002, and it was the same year as Vice City, but it was one of the first wave and an early mm-hmm. successful one. Uh, clue number right. two, I've appeared in two video games. First appearance, 2002, most recent, 2020, of course, right. Mafia, yeah. Yeah. definitive edition. Yeah. Uh, yes, unfortunately, I do suffer from depression. That is the Great Depression, but that doesn't mean I'm not fun. Uh, mm. It's a fun video game. Uh, despite my name, I am, in fact, on Earth. Uh, and I'm not too difficult <laughs> to navigate, thanks to a lovely map. It's you, it's not that not that easy to get lost, and it's not heaven. It's Earth. Yes. Um, I I, th- I really I had heaven in my head, but I could not place oh. what that was, and I w- I don't think I would have got it. I did, don't know off the top of my head where Mafia is set, but I had like heaven or hell or something like that in my head. And then the oh. two that I didn't do, uh, not the best place to go looking for a drink, uh, or indeed to go on a river cruise, or. In fact, even just to drive around, really, because if you remember, they did that thing where it was an open world, but you had to go into a different mode in the menu to even do the free roaming. Yeah, that's true. It was, it was, it was like L.A. Noir. It was just a linear game mm. that happened to be in an open world. And the last one, if you do decide to drive, uh, make sure you don't speed or run red lights. Oh, yeah. yeah. Classic. Yeah, they got it. Got it on yeah, that. I was going to say, you, you, you would never have had to gone to the Spice, I don't think. No, 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 no you wouldn't. No. Uh, yeah, a swoop in from Rich Walker on clue number four. Did well it, done, sir. Yeah. Did it you know. not appear briefly in Mafia 2 or something? Or am I just completely wrong? No, in Mafia 2, uh, the protagonist of that game, Vito Scaletta, did travel to a location to kill yes. uh, the protagonist of the first game, of course, famously. Which they put in the remake, don't they, as a connective They d- They do, Yes. Scene, yeah. Um, but of course, that is not in Lost Heaven because he relocated no. to Greenbrier, which is a suburb of Empire Bay. For some reason, I thought maybe game. there's a cheeky little mission where you. Yeah, there, you're always no, always questioning the quiz master, Rich. Never, no, never I'm just, just wondering. Let, let, just let it sit, can you? I, I wasn't questioning. I was just pondering. Try, and earlier, trying you know, trying to trying to get your answer right with the cloning before Josh has said it. <laughs> well, I, I I like to sound clever. <laughs> yeah. This is true. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there we have it. Until next week. Yeah, uh, I mean Walker that's that's as equally equally as a legitimate victory as as the last one. So exactly, you know, exactly. Basically on level terms here, me and Rich. <laughs> uh, right. Thank you very much to Matt from upstairs. We shall see you again next week. Uh, but course. it is about that time mm-hmm. for the questions. There was a horse magazine, and the song was I love horses, best of all the animals. I love horses. Does everyone else remember that? I love horses, best of all the animals. I love horses, they're my friends. What does that mean? Questions, theories, comments, queries, and quandaries, and you send them in, and we'll talk about them. We got some tepid takes, Rich. I know you're bloody happy about that. You're rare in yes. these tepid takes. Um, right, this first one from Richard Anderson, which I know you love. Obviously, uh, he says in reference to uh, the pod of two weeks ago. I thought mm. I was the only person in the universe that played Second Sight on the PS2, and what a game it was too! Definitely one for a modern day reboot. Which yeah. is which is which I would I would rather have than Time Splitters. And by the way, so would its creator, David. Doak. Why does it have to be either or? Why not have both? If I could have both, I'd take both. But the, the chances are that, you know, it, which, whichever one we have, they've got to devote their resources somewhere. Or perhaps I should say I would sooner have a reboot of Second Sight. I would rather have that one first. I'm less excited. I'm more excited for that one. So if Fair that enough. came out first, I would be cheered. It, uh, I mean, also, 
I'll tell no. you now, it, it's not going to... No, no, it won't. But, you know, I would rather that. And so would David Doak, mate. So what, watch out who you're disagreeing with. Yeah? Well, you know, he can want it all he wants. I mean, the thing is, he's in charge of this studio. But yeah, but he can't. He's not, split, he's not he can't, that no. in charge, is he? I mean, second I guess time. Not. It's no time splitters. Uh, no. Also, says uh, says Randers, Saurine Malt Loaf. Discuss. Disgust. I'm disgusted Ooh, by it. I don't know. Not... Get that shit out of my face. <laughs> Nasty dried fruit in it. Really? Yeah. If you gave Ooh. me saurine malt loaf, I'd bat it out your hand and stamp on it. <laughs> I thought you were going to say I'd bat you. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Horrible well, stuff. To contrast that, I really like a saurine malt loaf. Um, cut and off a couple of bits you, of that. Pop it in the Do you know what, as well? I don't like being shushed. Mm. And that advert, shush... Maureen's having a, or, or Doreen or whatever, is having a Saureen. Doreen! Like, <laughs> no, I will not be quiet. She's just having this horrible malt loaf. Yeah. Well, I will say, uh, Richard Anderson, I'm partial to a malt loaf. Cut a couple of slices off, pop it in the toaster, just warm it up, put some butter on the top of there, some nice salted butter. Oh, oh my God, yes. it's incredible. Um, but it is a rare one. I can't have saurine malt loaf all the while. It's a night. It's a. It's a. It's a sort of rarity. I'll have it. I'll you know. I'll have it now and then. If we're yeah. talking novelty little loaves, mm. the king for me is the McVitie's Jamaican ginger cake. Oh yeah, that's good stuff. That, that. I do like that. Yeah, is the best Absolutely. one by far. Uh, I probably disagree with that, but I do bloody like that ginger one. Well, it is nice. You can disagree, but you've got to give me an alternative if you're gonna. Well, yeah, the, the saurine for me would probably be preferable to that. Well, better than that, get out. Well, they're very, they're very different. Get I'd probably out. rather have a saurine. You know, the ginger's quite. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not right, Richard this. Anderson. Do you want me to storm out of this podcast? <laughs> I will do a Piers Morgan on you. I will storm out. <laughs> what are they? Go get hired by GB News or whatever. Is that what he did? I think he's doing. No, oh, is he? Is he he's doing. He's got some new show with the Rupert Murdoch people. He's doing. Oh. Do, I think he's doing GB News. Or no, something I don't like know. Yeah. No, I would never do that. Uh, right, this one from Jim Johnston. That's a good mm. name, isn't it? Jim that Johnston, is sort of like a supporting character on Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, um, I concur with the opinions. Uh, that Karamak is superior to the caramel. Oh, yeah, Matt asked us about that. We didn't get to the bottom of that. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, the caramilk, says Jim Johnston, is creamier, but the caramac is more flavourful. I have one caramilk, I've, I've had one caramilk, and I'm not likely to return to it, as it is a very forgetful experience. I'd rather have a dark milk, plus, he says, galaxy, more delicious than dairy milk. Oh, oh we've opened up a whole new debate here. Yeah. The galaxy versus d- dairy milk debate. Because this was because we were talking about this earlier, weren't we? When I yeah. sort of asked you, you know, what's your? Well, he then says, <laughs> he then says regarding Naughty Dog, I would love a new uh, a new IP more than any sequels. Uh, I agree with you there. Yeah, um, me too. I would buy a. He said I would buy a Last of Us remake, even though playing the original is still great. Um, so it's so it's so it's the same for Dead Space. Uh, he says, uh, but I but I would still mm. like to play the remake, and I agree with him there. And he says, plus I forgot to agree with Josh about the Let Metal Gear Go rant uh, that he did a few weeks back. J- uh, just remake the first three. That That's all you need for your Metal Gear needs. And then he says, love the pod, Jim from Nuneaton. So thank you very much, Jim. What are you thinking? Don't bother making any new ones. 
No, it's done. It's Metal, Gear's, course. Metal Gear's over. It, it's creator had a chance to give it a proper end, uh, and, I, and I would argue that he did that wonderfully. And that's a that's a rare thing mm. that, that not many people get the chance to do. You know. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I I I'm struggling to think where you would take the story now if you were to go and do yeah. a new one. The, the, I think the story Another got clone? as convoluted as it as it, as it possibly could get. And, yeah. You know, it sort of he managed to. I think the, the send off for Solid Snake in four was good. The send off for. It's just sad, isn't it? Five, yeah. Just I, I can't really accept well, it. But we've got these. I mean, that's why I say if mm. they want to do a sort of definitive, oh, we're going to do a ridiculous box set of every of all the three D Metal Gears, and they're all remastered. Absolutely, I think Konami would make an absolute killing. Uh, I'm just not that fussed. You know, get Metal Gear Solid Four and get it on on modern hardware, which is yeah. a, you know a sort of legendarily difficult thing to do, supposedly. But there you go. I'm sure it's possible. Is it? Put a man, put a man on the moon. Yeah, we'll go on about that cell processor all the time oh. and about how it was very awkward and only possible with the architecture of the of the PS3 and that. But yeah, I say when it comes to Metal Gear, remake to your heart's content. I'm not that fussed about dredging up new stuff, to be honest. No, that's fair. Um, that's fair. I'd, I'd play remakes, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the, yeah. people are crying out for Metal Gear Solid 1 remake, but we're talking about Konami here. They're clueless, mm. honestly. Well, I mean, they are I'm surprised. getting better. In their defence, I was about to say I'm surprised they brought out those Castlevania collections. That advanced collection, fucking hell! Yeah, I got that, yeah. didn't I? Oh, of course you did. It's, uh, <laughs> I love those games so much, and they, mm. that, that, like, there's signs of life over there at Konami. I, I really hope that we do get, you know, a well, gear or, or something. They need a big old boot up the arse. Mm. They do, yeah. Remaster and get get re- not, maybe not full on remakes, but just you know start remastering. Maybe that HD collection was good. They did. Yeah, it was. It was, it was, it was. This one from Miles Hamer. It's a tepid take. Uh, Marmite, he says. It's okay. Cheers. I agree. I agree with that tepid take. I mm. I have no feelings either way. Mm. You don't have to love or hate it. I, I'm fine with it. Yeah. Lovely packet of Marmite cashews. Wonderful. Don't go yeah. mad spreading it everywhere. Like the actual stuff. I'm not that fussed. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'd say... I would agree with it. I would ever so slightly upgrade you to good from okay. I think Marmite right. is good. I uh, when I have right. it, I go, oh, nice bit of Marmite. I don't, I don't, but I, w- I would say I don't absolutely love it. Nor do mm. I hate it. I would merely upgrade okay um, yeah. to good. To good. But yeah, right, yeah fair enough. That, that's a good tepid take. That that's, that's what that it, is. It's perfect. That's what we want. Yeah. I uh, got another one for you. Uh, mm-hmm. This one from Paul, uh, one of my fellow Bedfordianites. Oh, yeah. From, from oh, it's just a bloody chocolate toothpaste yeah, nonsense. Yeah, you know it. Uh, he says, hi again, guys. Following on from last week's discussion, uh, he says, Josh, of course I know about the glorious wonders of chocolate toothpaste. It was a staple in school dinners throughout my childhood. And yes, uh, I did know people outside of Bedford uh, were blissfully unaware of its existence. Such a shame. Uh, and he says, my <laughs> wife often still makes it. In fact, after, he- after hearing about it on the pod... Uh, she kindly offered to make it last weekend. Uh, see uh-huh. attached. Paul then supplied us a picture, which I have shared with Rich. Uh, yeah, she I did, did a, gl- a glorious job with that. It looks very impressive. And, I mean, you got to get the... It looks like she's nailed the texture, the toothpastey texture, because it's got that sort of glossy, slightly gooey shimmer to it. Oh, my God, it's glorious. Uh, and then he said, honestly, it's on par with the ones we used to get in school. So well done to Paul's wife. Um, and then he says, thanks for the pod. You two are probably the best hosts it's had. Oh, Wow. That's praise that's, indeed. That's, yeah, thank you High very much. High praise. And mm, then he says, you. P.S. Tepid take. 
mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed games aren't very Assassin's Creedy anymore. Absolutely bloody I true. Mean, I agree yeah. with you 100%. He's right, he's right, he's right. But I do still love them for what they are. But yeah, yeah. 100% uh, correct. I, there's, it's the classic Ubisoft thing. Um, it's a money thing. Uh, they would rather squeeze something in to an established name in order to just come out with a new IP. See also the presence of aliens in the upcoming Tom Clancy's Rainbow oh, Six. You know, don't They would me always rather sort of scuff the edges of something. I mean, yeah. basically everything from... Definitely Odyssey, but probably Origins as well. It's a historical warrior Witcher 3 style game. It doesn't really mm. have anything to do with Assassins anymore. However good you, you may think they are or are not, uh, 100%, they're not really Assassin's Creed games. Well, you liked seeing proper Assassins back in Valhalla, didn't you? Uh, so, very, very briefly, a little bit at the beginning, and then it swiftly dropped it like it was hot, and then just. Oh, became they come the back in. They do come back in. But they may come e- back in. There's not it, enough. It, yeah, it's not, and also that appearance is just nowhere near enough. If you just got a couple of guys showing up with hoods and stuff, it's like, well, mm. yeah, but the whole forty hours. Has just yeah, you're spent. supposed to be that character. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's yeah. like, well, no, but yeah, I'm supposed to be that, and also I yeah. just spent forty hours doing river raids and with the stupid combat system. That mm. well, anyway, that's me. Uh, but no, I agree. That's that's a bloody good tepid take. That um, I'd love to be creative director on it, the next Assassin's Creed. Like, mm. stick me on it, and I'll, I'll, you know, I'll have a stab at it. Mm. Rich, I'll have a go. He's throwing his hat mm. into the ring. So yeah, there you go. yeah. If Ubisoft gives a gives a ring, I'll mm. I'll uh, be creative director on your next uh, Assassin's Creed. Yeah, <laughs> let's talk. Uh, right, we've got time for one more. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one, something of a dilemma. This is interesting. The other ones, Ooh. if you don't get yours read out, I'll put it on the list. Fear not. It'll yeah, yeah, yeah we'll get to but it. this one. This is a tough one. This is from Jay Jones. Again, J. Jonah Jameson. Could be, could be. Uh, he says, late at night, you're yeah. starving, you pick uh-huh. up a cod and chips on the way home, right. you get home, you open the container, and you find that in one corner of the cod, a small hair. Oh. Do you, A, remove the, ha- the hair and keep eating, B, amputate the section of cod that the hair was on or C, throw away the whole meal Rich, you take it B, away B, I think mm. I think extract the bit that the hair was on and, and get rid of it but yeah, carry on and maybe stay vigilant for further hairage yeah, um, there is there is a sort of discomfort there of yeah. well, I hope that was the only one I'd never been a whole meal, I don't think I mean, I... What if I'm, I'm quite good at ignoring stuff like that? What if you found uh, another hair and it was like under the chips? I mean, I, I mean, yeah, then I'd be kind of repulsed, and I probably would. Yeah, sorry. I think, I think you probably would bin it if you saw what, like one a, hair. I'd be like, oh, sort of <clears throat> take it off and chuck it, and maybe sort of mm. yeah, chop the bit off. That it I'd go with on. his option. I like his option B. I'd amputate a section yeah, of the cod yeah. that was, you know, the offending section. I mean, there's no excuse not to wear hair nets, right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> just Laziness. yeah, it's really off-putting. But it's not good. I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I am quite good at ignoring that stuff, generally speaking. But if it was multiple hairs, then I'd, I, yeah, that would put me off. Mm. 
One hair, I'm like, oh, all right, well, you know. Well, yeah, one, and it's a, it's a cod amputation. But if yeah. I find any more, then I think I'd have to sort of you know, yeah. move to bin. That's yeah. that's good stuff. I like. I'm a big fan of the dilemma on that one. Mm. Uh, that'll just about do us. Thanks very <laughs> Great much. Great way to the... end. <laughs> yeah, it's good, isn't it? Let, let people ponder, sort of ponder. I said yeah, ponder yeah. like it was Conda. cod and ponder. Condiment. <laughs> let them codder it for next week. Yeah. Uh, that, that, was, that was a good one to end on that. Thank you very much to, uh, to J. Jonah Jameson. Um, yeah. Get yourself off Snapchat, off Instagram. Mm-hmm. You could go on LinkedIn if you want. I, you know, I'm all right. But get sure. get yourself on the on Twitter at Richie W eight two, yeah. At Joshy Wise at Video Gamer Con for the questions, mm-hmm. theories, the comments, the queries, the quandaries. Podcast at videogamer.com is the email for your longer rambles. Get them into me. Uh, thank you very much to Andy B, to Colin Mahern, to Adam Cook for our sexy musical stings mm-hmm. get yourself on over to the sexy the, the, this is a sort of sexy part of the podcast some yeah, sexy yeah. musical stings just informing se- people of the sexy bits absolutely it's a yeah, must yeah. it's a must uh, leave a comment still not seeing enough comments I got I did get some comments the other day uh, fellow was phantom pra- comments praising one of my reviews so just 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 a colleague saying what excellent work I've done <laughs> Uh, yeah the sexfully redesigned site videogamer.com for all your gaming needs also check out Rich's work xboxachievements.com playstationtrophies.org I could feel him getting anxious there the millisecond I finished with with achievements.com he's like "Ah, ah," just wondering if I'm going to put in playstation trophies but he knows I will I'll be honest I actually zoned out for a second there <laughs> and that's why they love you. You yeah. just about pay attention to the podcast that you're on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, we'll 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 see you again next week. It's goodbye from me. Goodbye, and it's goodbye from Richmond. See you next week. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>